This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento. Yeah, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode five of Lost in America. My name's Turner Sparks. My name is Michael Ira Kaplan. Full name this time. Full name, Sir oh, Michael Ira. Sir Michael Ira. I've been Kaplan. knighted since the last episode. Getting official. Because we're a very successful podcast. We made it. it. Yes. We made it to five. My, uh, you can find me quickly. Let's do this on Twitter at Turner B Sparks. Kaplan, M.I. Kaplan, 11. 11. Don't forget the 11. Don't forget the 11. You can follow our show at, uh, at Lost in America Pod in the letter N. And, and yes, no I. Yeah, no I. It's impossible to find. No one will ever figure it I'm out. I'm up to 144 Twitter followers, which I don't want. I don't want to increase. I went, a, that's a good number for Syracuse, so I don't want to. Don't, don't follow right, me. Stay. I went down <laughs> like nine, so whatever. It's, de- it's sad times. But, um, okay, first thing we got to get to is we have a uh, guest, Des Bishop, who's going to be on later, who's yes. fantastic. He's a comedian. He started. Uh, he grew up in America, moved to Ireland when he was 14, started doing comedy in Ireland, became this huge star. I heard he used to work at my favorite restaurant in the world, Abacababra, in, yeah. in Ireland, which, you know. That's... And then he moved <laughs> to China. I met him in China. Uh, he was filming a TV show in China. Now he's here in New York. He bounces back and forth. So we're going to talk to him later about uh, his life. But first, let's, we got to get to this. We're getting pretty big. A little too big for our britches. Well, here, yeah, a little too big because we have our lawyer is giving us intense heat. Yes, we have a lawyer. We mentioned him last week. His name is Blue Shirt. Blue Shirt Esquire, he calls himself. And he's already, he's pissed. He, he's, he's just trying to get some money. He knows. Here's the thing. He, he knows we're blowing up. He's like pissed about nine different things. He's going to be on the podcast next week. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to, it's going to be expensive because how long is it, how much does it cost to have a lawyer on for I don't know if he podcast. charges by the minute. I mean, we're to pay him, obviously, but first of all, he says the, the music we're using, right, is uh, not. Uh, we got to get copyrights for it. Here's the thing: that first song we play is my. I wrote that. You have to pay yourself. My band. Yeah, what about wrote Arnold? That song. Though, do we owe Arnold money? That was Pat O'Brien and the O'Briens. We wrote it in high school. But does Arnold know about the use of his? Uh, uh, <laughs> Arnold doesn't know. You can't. We don't have to pay him for saying something. All right. I'm and just, then the songs we play later, whatever, they're cool. Those guys don't care. We'll be fine. Guys, I don't know. Have you ever, I mean, you don't want to mess with the talking heads. I, are, are they still alive? Like, most of those guys are gone. I think they're alive. I don't know. And anyway, Huey, we're and fine. Huey Lewis, let me just tell you. Huey Lewis doesn't, he's he, cool. All right, all right. I, listen, well, I, got, I got context I with the news. You heard it here. Yeah. He's got um, context with the news. He says we need people to sign waiver consent forms before they come on the show. I don't know. He's pissed off. Fuck he does that. He ba- waivers. He's like, if we use another person's image, you're going down. He, he said that we're, we're going to be poor off this podcast. We don't make any money anyway, so yeah. whatever. If Rabbi McDreamy wants to sue us. B- bring it on, Rabbi. Yeah. yeah. Come on, McDreamy. I'm gonna, McDonald's is going to see you for the name. So, I don't know. He's going to be on next week. We'll figure that out. All right. But first, let's get to this. Lost in America. Lost play, in America. Play the, the music. Week. Play the music. And we don't care just, what you say, yeah, please. We're, we're playing the music. <laughs> How could Blue Shirt not like that music? Well, he, I think he, he says we like it too much. 
I don't know what he says, but you write a song, Blue Shirt. Yeah. We'll get we'll play the blue shirts. But he's calling himself Blue Shirt Esquire. <laughs> which you if you don't like our music, you We'll s- explain next week why we call him Blue Shirt. Well let's save it. All right, we'll save that for next week. Anyway, Lost in America. Here's the thing. I just moved here. I just moved to New York a couple months you don't ago. Say. I'm finally like set in my it took me two months. I'm finally set up in my apartment. But moving in is ridiculous. It's complicated. Like, okay, first I had to get a landlord. I had to have an interview. Get a landlord. I got a landlord, <laughs> and then I had to have an interview with my landlord. I've never had that before in my life. Like everywhere I've lived in China, you just they're like, "Hey, do you have the money?" Right. And they're like, "Yeah," and you pay them. And they're like, "Yeah, move in." No, you know? that's not how it works here. Yeah, I had to have an interview. I because well, Skype- you didn't have you. Were, I remember when you were moving here, and you were just like, "Hey, what neighborhood should I move in?" Yada yada. And it's like, but you don't like you're coming from China, and I just know how in America it's very like you need like. Uh, a bank account in America, a job in America. Is it everywhere? It's a chicken or is that and just egg New York. Thing. No, it's everywhere. Because I, I moved to Los Angeles out of college, and I could not. We couldn't get like an apartment anywhere because we didn't have a job. My roommate and I. Yeah. And I, I remember distinctively being in like finally finding a place in like this really crappy area. I mean, like in LA, they say like everything's adjacent. So it was Culver City adjacent, which oh, meant yes. we were like practically in Compton. Yeah. And I remember we had this landlord or this guy who's showing this place and he's like, this is a really, this pl- this neighborhood, it gets a bad rap, but like this street here, he pointed to some park and he's like, you know, if your lady friend, if you guys get in a fight, you can feel okay. <laughs> he's like, you can feel okay that if she has to go for a walk and blow off some steam, you can, you can let her go this way and she'll be all right. You don't have to worry about it. I like her. that he says lady yeah, friend. Yeah, you don't have to run after he her. He doesn't well, imply this wife, was, this wife girlfriend, That's mistress, how we talk yeah, like yeah. anything, you know. And, you know, I was like, okay, and it was dirt cheap. Nice. Uh, and this seemed like a great place. And they called us the next day. They're like, oh, we need three pay stubs, and they need to be from the past month. Well, okay, like, three pay stubs. But I just graduated college, so there was no pay stubs. I, you know, I, I was mean, a, my land, this is what, and by the way, this is, this is my landlord. She's a great woman, if she ever listens to this. <laughs> but uh, she was also, this is the same person who made me sit out on the stoop last week for Halloween. Yeah, she tricked you into being a, a child molester. I was like, tr- she tricked me on trick attempt, Attempted child molester. <laughs> yeah. so, so anyway, she said I had to have um, five, you had to go through your last five years. She needed contact information of every landlord I've ever had. So I right. literally did. So you gave her your Chinese I contact did. I gave them, I'm like, okay, well, are you going to call these people? Like, they don't yeah. speak English. You know? like all the country codes and everything. And, and then the she's Skype like, names, every boss. That. Yeah, every job you've ever had, the bosses. Right. But I've only worked for myself and right. Mr. Softy. like, Mr. Softy. Like, me, 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 me. <laughs> what did you do there? I drove the truck. No. And then we did a, yeah, we did a Skype interview where she's like, I was, it was like filling out a college application. I literally felt like I had to get my high school guidance counselor to be like, Turner's a very nice boy. Right. You know? Like, he's going to be fine when he moves so in. So in China, you don't do that. You don't do anything. Right. You don't even have, like, you pay your money, and then you show up. Half the apartments I've lived in, this has se- literally happened, you come on the, e- like, the day to check in, and the family who's lived there before you is still, like, eating lunch. <laughs> and they're sitting there eating, and they're like, oh, yeah, we just, we'll move out. We always said, we'll move out when you guys so get here. they don't here. have to clean or anything when they leave? No, they don't do anything. Because in America, like, you clean and... They literally pack like they're going on vacation. Right. They just pack up a couple suitcases. Half the time, like, they'll, they have invited me in before. Look, you eat lunch with us, we'll go pack, right. and we'll be out of here in an hour or two. And then you're gone, because that leads into the next point. Every apartment is furnished. Wow. So Everyone. Yeah, you so can't find an unfurnished apartment. Um, no, unless you're buying. Right. Unless you're buying an apartment. But if you're renting, right. it's the landlord's job to furnish the apartment. So then, therefore, the people moving out, they don't have to move it's couches for the interior designers or chairs. Right. Oh, everything. Yeah, I mean. And the moving people, it's tough for them, too. It's tough for the... No, it's easy. The moving people don't have to move anything. Right. So it's tough for business. Oh, saying. it's tough for business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything just kind of stays where it is, which I, I like that system better, I will say, because the first two months here in New York for me was trying just to figure out, like, I would have to go buy stuff from Ikea, and then right. it's like a month until they can deliver it. They're like, oh, it's on back Yeah, order. but there's a sense of satisfaction. Like, you know, before I had kids, for instance, if you're like, especially if you're in a creative field where there's all this time in the day, you need things to do to feel like you're doing something with your life. So, like, moving actually gives you a thing where you, like... That's if you have nothing to do. Right, but, I mean, what do you have to do, really? You know, I can, you, no. I mean, you gotta, like, you buy a couch, you feel, like, fantastic if you bought something, and it's, like, you did something for your apartment, and, you know, like, there's a day. 
Now I you can, guess. Now you can relax. But it would have saved me at minimum a month to six weeks if right. that would have just all been. But set are all up. the designs in China like? Is it like communist furnishings where it's all the same? Or <laughs> <laughs> or? what? No, I mean like when you say like everything's furnished, is it like there's like a one? No, it's no. like whatever the landlord's style oh, is. The landlord's fa- okay. Like if you get a cheap place, then it's like a. Like a green, so like fake known. leather couch, you know? And right. if you get a nice place, it's like really nice, really well decorated. Are there right? any landlords out there who have a reputation, like having great sense? It's Design. not landlords, but it is neighborhood. Okay. If you look at certain neighborhoods, usually it's like where like the younger kind of people live, meaning like people in their 30s and 40s who own an extra apartment. And they'll have some, they'll be, they'll, they're more into making it cool. Right. right, making it cool. But uh, if you live in like an older neighborhood where the people are, like in their seventies or eighties, like they really don't care. They're right. just like you can move in or not. You're getting this this uh, fold out couch. And can you bring pets as your an apartment in China? Or yeah, I don't think there's any rule on pets in America. There's a lot of rules. Yeah, yeah, they're really against. Uh, a lot of places are against pets, but no, I don't think they care. So, well, so when you say like you can just move out and be, people are eating lunch, I find that you know that's fascinating. You well, just, it's but here's the thing on the China side, it's good. At the beginning, because it's like no work to move right. in. But if you ever have an issue, a lot of times it's hard to get stuff fixed. Right. Because it's basically like a Isn't laissez-faire it? attitude toward the uh, whole thing. China is fascinating. It's just like hands off. Right. You know, Communist laissez-faire. Yeah. <laughs> so like one apartment I lived in in downtown Suzhou where I was living um, in an old neighborhood. It was a three-story walk-up. We had the whole thing. And the top floor where I was on, the roof started caving in. Because of mold. It was right. so moldy. The roof was caving in. And so I called the landlord. I'm like, hey, can you come fix it? And she came over and she looked at it. And she was like a 70-year-old Chinese lady. She looked at it and she was like, nah, you're fine. Right. And that was just her answer. In Look, America, that's a lawsuit. That's a big-time lawsuit. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but you can't. Blue shirt would be all over that. I mean, we get, yeah, we're yeah. going to have to do a lawsuit in America. And so she, <laughs> yeah, so she basically was just like, you're fine. And then I, uh, I was like, no, I'm not fine. And she's like, well, if you don't like it, you can move out. And so then I just had to move yourself. out. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm back. I'm trying to get... Now I'm done, though. You got the apartment. It's a nice place. It's yeah. An excellent studio. And as our, as our blue shirt... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, you, sh- you could be tax deducting, de- that's deducting the, your taxes. That's the one positive message he gave us. Yeah. Well, first of all, he also said he loved the podcast. It's amazing. But he said, at, at minimum, you have five major legal issues <laughs> with the podcast. Right, right, right. Well, fives, you know, you don't want to have none. Okay, you're not doing it right. I mean, yeah, if you're not... Yeah. First of all, if we, could, we could use legal issues. Right. If you're out there, like, please sue us. If we get sued... Huey Lewis, come get us. They'll put us in the paper. We need, we need some action. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, anyway, yeah, you're right. Five's, five's nothing. We'll take five. <laughs> we can handle five. Take everything you want. What are you going to get? My laptop or my, I don't know, recording? Yeah. All right, anyway, so let's get at that. So that's Lost and Rigor, right? I'm back. Whatever. Right. Things think- are fine now. I think so. I'm, it took two months, but now I'm like actually an American. I'm here. Uh, I have an apartment at debatable. least. Debatable. I mean, whatever. I'm working on it. But let's get, this is more important. Let's get to this. First of all, Cap, like two weeks ago, you said on the podcast that you thought people should give us lower ratings on iTunes uh, so that it would seem more honest. Right. Well, well, you get what you fucking deserve, buddy. I didn't say lower. I said I didn't want to encourage five star only. Four yeah, stars well, seems more realistic. Then guess what happens? If I go, go on Yelp and it's all five stars, I know like they're like paying people, like the owners are doing it. I don't think anyone thinks that. No, not well, like, I do, and that's the important. It's Yelp thing. and iTunes, two completely <laughs> different things. And then oh, now, honest. This guy who calls himself Honest T Rep. Right. Uh, on October, t- he gives us three out of five stars. It's still better than it's not like one star. No, it's just like Uber ratings. You if the guy. It's like a 4.9. No one takes him. How do you know about that? You're, that's the, you don't know about Uber. They have Uber Let's in China. <laughs> anyway, whatever. What do you have to say? This is ridiculous. So, what did this then, guy say? Okay, so this guy it? says, hello, to whom it may concern, I am a rep from Honest Tea Beverage Company, which, shout out. Right, yes. All right, we can maybe we get them. We could use them as a sponsor. Sponsor. If you we want don't know a sponsor. If checks are going to clear. We have been informed of your usage of our trademark. I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, get so blue shirt We on. need blue shirt. <laughs> We've, okay, you, we use their trademark, whatever, deal with it, um, <laughs> on your Lost in the U.S. podcast. So they don't that's even know the, the name. Yeah, that's not even the right podcast they're criticizing. We feel this is a good opportunity for both of our brands. Oh, so they're back. All right, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like they a roller coaster ball. of emotions. Let's read the next sentence. We are trying to break out right now from the second tier to first tier beverage he's company very honest, market. Mr. Honest tea. He knows he's not very first honest. Tea. And he's willing to, you know, own it. <laughs> he's a second-tier beverage. Yeah, we'll bump first, him up. We'll first work tier with us. Ingredients. 
So he says, if this will interest you, we can tell you we are also interested in sponsoring your podcast, oh. Lost in the USA. He got it wrong again. Wow. Um, and even other episodes like Lost in the United States of America. And you can only imagine many more happy occasions. I think that this might be Google translated or something. Yeah, I think the rep is not. Is Honest Tea American Company? Or what, what is this? Because this does I have not, no. They did sell in China. Is, Maybe it's Chinese. His name's just Honest. Oh, no. He says, thanks for your time. And many listens later, we are in business. <laughs> Mater, and then he says, ha, like it was a joke. And then signed Ahmed. Right. Anyway, the point is, we he gave us three him. stars, Ahmed. You screwed us. And then, look, the next person who comments right below, it says, I agree with Honest T Rep. So now, Honest T Rep, like, I think. Yeah, but he, the last person gives five stars, so they don't. But really... still, they're like, I don't know. Honest, well, you start your own podcast, is... Honest T Rep. See how good you do. All right. Well, I'm sorry. No we have an honesty. Irish superstar coming up later. Who do you have, Ahmed? <laughs> I don't know. Should we get to that? Look, the important thing is, is that Dr. Bob Kaplan told me he's going to listen to the podcast. No way. He really? Said, well, he, first he said, what is a podcast? <laughs> nice. Then he said, I'm going to listen. Then he said, how long is it? I said, it's an hour. He said, what do you talk about for an hour? Oh, yeah. That's the main question then, of Myrna Sparks. But he, so I gave, he well. wanted the footnotes, and so to speak, and I told him about the chocolate feed. He was impressed. I remember that. Hey, there you go. And We're he's back. interested in, in considering sponsoring. Well, so Honest Bob, T-Rep is... Uh, Honest T-Rep, I don't... Whatever. He's done. I'm done with Honest T-Rep. <laughs> Although, whatever. If you want to give us another rating, that's fine. We'll take it. All right. But, he, okay. But, okay. So if Dr. Bob wants in, that gets us to our sponsor. Right. He needs to battle with Entz. And is C&T, have they reviewed us at all? or Ints? No, the, the travel. CT, no, my mom, no, they don't yeah. know how to work computers. <laughs> okay. How are they going to? I don't know. I mean, but they do. If you, if you have travel sponsors. issues, they know how to work computers. All but right. not for, <laughs> if you want to go anywhere in the world, you can book it through <laughs> Myrna Sparks to see the travel. But if you want it, you know, if, you, if you're going to rate a podcast, she's not the one to go to. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. But um, I don't, we're off, we're off track. Yeah, okay, no, 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 but that gets, let's get to the sponsor. So our sponsor this week and every week is Ents. Ents. Well, lips by Ents. This is my favorite part. Cap, explain Lips by Ents to lips the listeners. Lips by Ents is a, a tremendous app. It's, you can record any conversation. Yep. You stick it out and you press the button. It's a lips button. <laughs> <laughs> you, press, you press the lips. Oh, we're, yeah, we're insing this right we're now. We're insing this right now. I'm queuing this up. We and are if LOA, we had a camera, right? LOA. So go on Ints and search LOA for Lost in America. All that's us. Yes. I haven't found us, but I'm sure we're there. Um, anything and, we do that's funny will be there. Uh, yeah. So what you do is you just, you just stick it out. You press the button. You just let it go. And it says listening. And then you reach a point where someone says something funny or you want to you know, just capture a moment. And you press the lips down, and bam! It just reminds <laughs> <laughs> everybody follows. Good. It, 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 it takes the last five minutes. If you so press that's it twice, it. it's the last thirty seconds. Whatever that means. Title meant. it. You can make it private. You can make it public. You can share it with the world. Yeah, have fun on Ents, everybody. And, you know, if Huey Lewis out there wants to get his band blow up, I suggest he uses Ents. I suggest he does too. Um, and so now, all right, now should we get, we're done, right? Let's get to our guest. Uh, yeah, let's get to it. It's him. been time. He's been waiting long enough. Waiting right? Let's, let's get Let's do him. it. This guy, Des Bishop, um, I met him years ago. He's a fantastic comedian. Let's bring him in. All right, so we're here with our guest, Des Bishop. Um, Des, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you again. So, well, I mean, you say that like I haven't seen you a lot over the last week. That's but, true. We've been hanging out for the past week. But I get it. In, but before in, that, I get it in the greater context of in the performance. Yeah, we were friendly in Shanghai, and now suddenly we're hanging out in New York with quite a bit of time passed in between. What was that? Like th two or three years ago? Uh, I met you originally in the order uh, in the no February or March actually of two thousand thirteen. Yeah, originally. Okay, and then but then I guess the you stayed for two years. Only supposed to be a year, but I stayed for two. Yeah. And I left in February of 2015. And you were there filming a TV show. Yeah, so I went originally to make a television series about learning Chinese to do stand-up comedy in Chinese in China. Yep. But really, it was just a way to make a series about China that had the hook of, can I make the Chinese laugh? Can I learn enough about China? Can we have enough of a Chinese experience to make the Chinese laugh yeah. in their own language? Uh, which I had done before with the Irish language. You'd done but it, it was Irish. a very different journey. Yeah, that's what I was telling Kevin. The first one was in Irish. Uh, you, you yeah, but the Gaelic, th the Irish thing or the Gaelic thing was the Irish people are all forced to learn Irish. 
So it's a compulsory subject. So from beginning, middle, and end, they're with me on the language learning thing, yep. as well as the sort of cultural experience of living in an Irish-speaking area, right? But with the China thing, it's like nobody's with me on the journey of learning the language, but they are with you on learning about China. So the language itself becomes less of a thing. I, I had to learn a lot about China. Like At the end of the day, I knew about Ireland. I just didn't know about the Irish language, and I didn't know about Irish language culture. Yeah. So I was learning about that. Whereas in China, I was learning about China and Chinese culture and people. And yeah, you were learning everything, like, everything all at the same time. As well as the language. I remember when, like, I think the first conversation, the first night we hung out in China, I think you said, or we were talking and you were saying. Well, like, I interviewed you, right? Yeah. On the street. Or, I, yeah, on the street, exactly. And you, you're like, do you think it's possible? Were you in the softy truck or was this like. No, this, no, was, this was in Shanghai. <laughs> it was off the reservation. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, wasn't so, in, he, he wasn't in Suzhou. Yeah, you were, but I remember you were asking me, like, do you think it's possible for me to learn this language in a year and do stand-up? And I was like, it's going to be difficult. Like, I guess anything's possible. Oh, but, yeah. Like, well, that was great. I mean, I don't think we used that interview in the end, but, but did we? I, I, I can't remember. It wasn't that great. But, but no, no, no. But I mean, like, that was the ideal scenario that people said perhaps. So you were going to do stand, you did stand-up then in Chinese. Honestly, the, I started yeah. doing stand-up in Chinese after seven months. Yeah. But after eight and a half months, I was actually kind of, like, reasonable at it. There's a video online of me at eight and a half months. You got it. Well, you know, I mean, Turner tried that, right? But it didn't. Uh, I d- did not you, work. I, you probably don't know. I did stand up once in Chinese. I think Andy convinced me to do it once. I just bombed, and I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna go back, like to English. I couldn't. I I don't know. Andy wasn't bad at it in Chinese. Actually. I think it's Andy's pretty English good because you can yeah. blame the language barrier if something doesn't get through. You're like, well, they just don't get it. But well, the thing <laughs> was, I don't know if you got this. What I got was. I mean, literally, I did it one time, so I'm no expert, right? But the one time I did it, I was stumbling over my words. People were laughing. Like, typically, that would be like, oh, I, did, I, got, I got good laughs. But they were all, like, laughs for the complete wrong reason, you know? Laughing and, at your Chinese and stuff? Yeah, they were laughing at my Chinese, and I wasn't good enough. I wasn't very good in English, really. And so I was like, well, I need to focus my time on one. Yeah. And so I'm like, I just, English comedy is what I'm, I'm going to be doing later on anyway. So... That was my reasoning. I'm not saying it was correct. Like, probably I could have done both. You know? No, I mean, you have to have a desire to do it. I had a clear motivation to do it. Yeah, you were doing a TV show. I also had already had a successful career in English language stand-up, so this was like a fun thing for me to do. You totally. Know? You were a professional stand-up comedian. I was like a guy learnt, trying to figure out how to do stand-up in, any, in English. Which but in, I used to say to Andy, like, the future is the Chinese language stuff. I mean, well, and but you have to want to do it. Yeah, and that's already happening. I mean, as a, from an ownership standpoint with Andy and the club, it's, they're killing it. They're, doing, they're sold out for like the next couple months with Chinese-language shows. Well, I would say the lasting legacy in my wife's family with Dez is Dez was on a Chinese dating show that was like huge. It went throughout the country, and I went to Yeah's parents, like her, her dad, and then had dinner with like her uncles one night, and one of her uncles is like, Turner, I was just watching this guy on Chinese TV. He was a uh, foreign guy, and he was great on this dating show. You need to go on the dating show. Wait, your your, your wife's was, family was yeah, I was your wife's next, family. I was sitting next to his like were my you going my all the time. Yeah, it was, oh, well, trying to was, pimp him out. Yeah, and uh, well, I was know. like, wait, but I'm about to get married to your niece. He was like, it's just for fun, just for, fun, for fun, just reality. do it. And then I was like, who is this guy? And he like started describing him. And Ye and I at the same time were both like, wait, you're talking about Dez. And then I called Dez. I'm like, are you on this dating show? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're huge in my family. And how did it go? Did you have a good date out of it? Or <laughs> on that one, I got a date. It, w- it was the second one, right? It was Fate and We're Out, right? It was that one. Yeah. Fate yeah. How does that show work? Is it like? Blind date. Well, unfortunately, in the UK, people know the format because it's actually a UK format called yeah. Take Me Out, but they don't have that show here. So it's more like, uh, so there's there's six, 24 girls actually on on Fate and World. Oh. 24 girls, like like literally yeah, in a line, and you walk out, and the first thing that happens is there's like a first round of choosing, which is literally just based on your appearance, and if 22 or more girls leave their lights on for you. <laughs> then you're in. <laughs> Leave their lights on? Well, that's how it works. So <laughs> then you're, like, they basically so press a button to say they're in. You right, know? they're in. Is there one guy? So, yeah, one guy. So I walk out. So, so the so girls th- can reject you, even though there's no other guys. They can. Every time, there's yeah. every round. Yeah. So, so, so basically, at the beginning, if 22 or more girls stay in, so if only right. two drop out or less, you're in with a chance to win a trip to Greece or the Maldives. Oh, pretty good. So yeah. I walked out and. 23 of them left their lights on. There you go. Who was that one? So 
That is exact. That was the joke that I said to Mengfei. Mengfei is the <laughs> presenter. is hugely famous. Because, uh, you know, like 300 million people watch the it show. It has to be contrary. This one so... Day. Yeah, it's like the Super Bowl. Like 300 million people watch it. Wow. So I said, uh, I said to Mengfei, I was like, he's like, that's a good result. And I yeah. was like, oh, you think it's good? I want to know who, who, yeah. who didn't pick me. That's a comedian like, It's move, like a by dictator in like, like Saddam was saying, it's 98% of the vote. You need to have one for authenticity. It's so like, run rebel. This girl, he said, what happened? And she said, I'd be worried our children wouldn't be Chinese. <laughs> well, that, that's, a, that's a legitimate worry. That's yeah. what she said. So... On the show, I joked around and I said, "No, but mixed blood kids are really cute." Yeah, that's what they but love. But in my stand-up show, I say, "What I wanted to say was, I'd be worried our children would be racist." So it's yeah. all, <laughs> so it's absolutely fine. <laughs> but in the end, when it, when it's all said and done, if there's any girls left in, you can decide if you like them or not. So there was one girl left. I picked her, and I won a trip to the Maldives. There was only With one girl. girl left. Yeah, that's very common. Like in the end, like there's it's, there's never that many. So left. if you have more than one left, you do you you don't you win get to then? pick. Oh, you get to pick of the. You get to pick one of the. And then you went to the Maldives with this girl. Yeah, did you go? No, so I didn't go. Ugh. The, it turns <laughs> turns out it wasn't that, that much of a prize, really. Like pretty complicated. A lot of rules, regulations. Right, you you don't go with the girl. That's go in a group. You have to share a room with another guy that won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like yeah. It's so I, a gay, I didn't go. I didn't uh, go. She show. went though. She went. <laughs> and we had one more date afterwards. And uh, she, she lived in Beijing. And uh, the date was she picked me up in her Lexus and we oh, went to Japanese the Lexus car. place to get her Lexus serviced. <laughs> <laughs> really? And hung romantic. out at the Lexus dealership and then went for a coffee. Wow. wow. Well, it's a practical date. You don't waste any time you know, when you're waiting for your it's car. Very Chinese date. Yeah. Loads of face involved. <laughs> Just go get my car fixed. <laughs> my car. Just go show you that I have a Lexus. Yeah. I'm running some errands. I like Le- Lexus are nice cars. If, Lexus, least. what is it? Lexus. L- Lex smooth. They, they they have a Chinese for Lexus. Chinese. or something. Yeah, yeah. Le- le- but it, there's like an extra syllable in it for no reason. Yeah. So now, all right. So then, after there, you moved to New York, or you moved back to Ireland. So after two years in China, I thought maybe I won't come back to Ireland. Now that I'm sort of out of the habit. Yeah. I'll come and sort of come back to New York. Which is sort of semi worked out. Because you grew up I'm, in New York. Right? I'm from Queens. From my mother's Queens, still here. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, my mother just, also got very ill. So I ended up being in New York a lot uh, f- for a year and a half. But wasn't sort of gigging as much as I would have liked because actually it was pretty intense for a while back, in the, back at the ranch. But uh, anyway, all's well that ends well. I now sort of do like 50-50. Okay. And, then and I'm going back to Ireland on Sunday. You started, at what age did you start in Ireland? Like, you moved to Ireland when you were 14, right? Yeah, unrelated to comedy. Unrelated to comedy. <laughs> Kicked out of school in St. Francis Prep. Went to Ireland to go to boarding school. That's some serious boarding school. They send you out of the country. Like, yeah, but they didn't send me. I actually asked to go. You know, like, it's a long story. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, sorry. But anyway, I, but I went to boarding school sort of not under duress. I was happy to go. And uh, I wasn't meant to stay forever, but. Yeah. I got settled in, liked going to school in Ireland. College was free, you know, because the government pays for your education. Oh, great. Uh, and even out, if you're right? a foreigner? Or 14. you were technically Irish? I was an Irish student because I was, first of all, I was born in the EU because I was born in London, which is just, ignore that. It just makes it too complicated. <laughs> and then well, uh, if you do three out of five of your secondary school years in Ireland, you're uh, eligible as an Irish student. So I, 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 I was the same as everybody else, Irish student. And I uh, got free university education. And then when I was in college in Cork, I got into comedy. 97. 97. And what year would you say you, like, broke? Like, you became famous? Well, I mean, the first... I actually got testicular cancer in the autumn of 2000, right at the time that I got my first TV show. Wow. Uh, and I filmed the first episode and then went to the hospital and was back on the, the next week. Wow. One, one ball down. One ball. Nice. It's good, good for comedy. To- yeah. So... So that was like my initial sort of small break, but that show wasn't great. I kind of was replacing somebody, and it was already on the way out, that show. Okay. But at the same time, that was the beginning of like being on the, the TV. But then in 2003, I filmed a television series about living on minimum wage. Yeah. And Oh, that was your first one. Four episodes, four months. I worked in these four minimum wage jobs, but it was just at a time where Ireland was changing a lot and getting prosperity, so they had foreign workers. So it was meant to be about the money, but it ended up being a lot about foreign labor and because I was a sort of a foreigner myself, but I was some sort of bridge between Ireland and these immigrants, yeah. uh, the series was 
controversial but very successful. And that changed my life. So basically, since that time, the past almost like over 10 years, almost 15 years. Yeah, 2004 it came out. You've so been a well-known person in Ireland. Yeah, in Ireland, I've been hugely famous, which means I'm famous in a country of five million people. If you're sure. like a, a soccer player in that. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Huge celebrity in Ireland, and and, here, and then you, you can like Thierry Henry could chill here. Yeah, you can chill. Yeah. Come to New York and just chill out. And yeah, get well, that no, I come to New York and chill out 99 percent of the time, and the one percent of the time it's like, James this Bishop. Have yeah, you moved, have you moved back home? Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I was doing. I was at a. Uh, I was doing a spot at New York Comedy Club the other day. I was telling Des, and I went around the corner to get some food before going back for another spot. And as I was eating the food, there was an Irish guy working there. And he was like, oh, you're a comedian. The first thing he asked me, is like, do you know Des Bishop? And I was like, oh, yeah, I Did do. Did you promote the pod? And now this was before we knew we were having him on. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, oh, he's my favorite comedian. I'd love to see him sometime. And I was like, he performs around the corner a lot. Yeah. He's like, really? What? I'm like, literally, it was on the same block. You should have yeah. invited him here to Well, in, in fairness to New York Comedy Club, they do actually get the Irish in a lot. But yeah, so that 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 was that. You know, it's positives and negatives. Like, don't get me wrong, I love my Irish career, but you well, know, the reason one of the reasons why my comedy was so successful in Ireland was the fish out of water experience that I had of coming from America and going to school in Ireland was very popular with the Irish people. It was a good point of view. Yeah, but view. it was meaningless outside of Ireland. So for every advantage I had in Ireland, it was a disadvantage abroad. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you because I to me, it seems so much when you're so used to being able to exactly articulate what you want to say in English or whatever language, and then you switch to like Chinese for us, whatever. And it did you feel like it was harder to be like, no, well, the trick to that is you do not try to do what you do in English in Chinese, okay? So, well, in my case, for starters, I was very restricted by my limited amount of Chinese. Mm -hmm. uh, so I used all the early comedy tricks, like the beatbox and audience participate, you know, like relatively cheesy stuff in the early days just to get that feeling of doing well on stage. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, I really just kept it very focused on experiences that I had in China. So I wasn't trying to write jokes per se, like punchline, reveal, you know, like I was just telling funny stories that the Chinese could identify with because... They're Makes Chinese. Sense. And so that made it a lot easier. But I was never going to be able to say that much. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, I had, that's what it's when it was all done, like in, in, in New Zealand in 2014, I think. Yeah, like, uh, I think it was 2014. Maybe it was 2015. It doesn't matter. Uh, in, in New Zealand, I did an hour in Chinese for like Chinese living in Auckland. And but to do that hour, I needed to use all the footage. Like, I had video footage and everything from the series. Yeah. But really, after two years, I had about a half an hour. Like, if you really broke it down, I had a half an hour of stand -up. Sure. But you can, you've done shows in, like, Flushing or, I don't know, maybe Chinatown in New York? I did one Chinese-language show in Flushing. Flushing. How'd that go? That was easy. And it was I'll tell easy? You, yeah. I'll tell you why. Because it was the first time I was able to perform in Chinese but talk about my life. Yeah, yes. because they're, it's They live here. American, and I was able yeah. to talk about but the main thing that worked great was I was able to talk about the us and them of it because I'm from <laughs> Flushing. You guys are here in Flushing now. You weren't here when I was a kid. <laughs> That's Let's yeah. fuck around about that. And that was great. Yeah. And, also, and they lo I, like my mother had just sold the house and like just I was able to joke a lot about the property and then buying property and cash buys. And, you know, there was just like tons of things that i could talk about yeah that it was just so easy actually so the language is chinese but the culture is much closer to our culture yeah 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 i mean essentially we're all talking it's about all living in flushing you live yeah, in queens yeah, yeah. yeah you know just and, like yeah. me and the long island joke where i told you that joke right did you have you heard that joke uh what you say it again so tui yong yuan it's really famous in china i don't know if you know that guy but yeah i do <laughs> yeah so he had me on his show, but he has a real interest in this emerging Chinese stand-up scene. So he came and performed at the Bookworm a number of times. Okay, the club in, ba in Beijing. Yeah, yeah, sorry, my, the, our little Chinese language club. And so on stage, he said to me, which is a habit that a lot of the Chinese comedians have where they talk to you, the comedian, like you're a double act. Okay. So he said to me while I was at the back of the room, if, you wanna, if you're ever having a tough gig in China, just shout out. Uh, 
the Jiaoyu Islands are ours. Of course, it's yeah, all in yeah, Chinese, yeah. right? The yeah. Jiaoyu Islands are ours. Taiwan Island is ours. And of course, the, the crowd will laugh because so it's like a sort of a... Jiaoyu you know, Islands are these islands oh, between Japan Chinese and China. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in fairness, that's China. New York Times regularly covered story. But, you know... Everybody thinks they, that everyone... So, both sides think yeah. they own. Right. And then obviously Taiwan is a, a dispute everyone's familiar with. And it's just like a jokey thing of like, you know, at a Communist Party rally. It's like, these are ours. Yeah, yeah. So in, in Flushing, I did that. And of course, they all laughed. And then the final one, I say, I said it in Chinese, but in English, I said, and now Long Island will soon be ours too, <laughs> uh, which is funny and true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you include Koreans, actually, it's uh, 75% true already. Oh. Yeah. So what? Well, Trump's gonna do something oh, about that. Yeah. yeah, Trump. We'll see what Trump. <laughs> oh well, that's the thing about this podcast is this is this is airing on Tuesday or Wednesday. So we like, should take a moment to hail our benevolent leader. Yeah, Trump, Donald Trump. Just in case <laughs> he's listening. It's a very worrying week. <laughs> it's insane that right now we're like anyone listening to this we're right now. We're recording this before the election. It's like okay, Trump's our president. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, man. <laughs> on another note. Wait, so, so where do you... You said you're going to be living in both places, right? Back and forth? Yeah, I'm back and forthing. I, I, like, now I'm really busy until May outside of New York, which is annoying me because I'm very settled in here now. I'm really enjoying and it. And how is your life different in New York to when you go to Ireland? Well, come on. The main difference is I don't have to f- take selfies all day. Yeah, you, okay, no, that's my question. Oh, rubbing like, it in. What is being famous like in... I mean, I don't, I've never known anyone who's being famous, famous in Ireland is like being, is me. No, being yeah, famous ahead. in Ireland is like being famous in America without uh, the simple access to one night stands. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we're looking for. Because no, wait, why? I, why? 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 I, I, I'm I kidding. Around I'm, I'm kidding. Eighty percent. The twenty percent <laughs> truth in that is that Ireland is a small country, so uh, you always know somebody that knows somebody. So there's not the same sense of anonymity or carefree attitude to meeting somebody who perhaps you've seen on the TV and you're excited oh, about right. and like, then just think, oh, with complete abandon, I will have fun with this guy. It's like going to a small college. Yeah, right. yeah. So like, I don't want to hook up with my dorm mate. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So there's, there's just a small college. Yeah, that's the key. But that's, I have noticed, yeah, I've noticed here that it's, uh, it's you definitely... picked the wrong country when you're 14 then. You should have, you know... Hey, I, listen, I, pros and cons. I, I wouldn't so, swap my life in Ireland for the world. It's great. So, we, it, we, so do people have a... Because here when you're famous, you're fam- no one ever assumes like they know a guy who knows Brad Pitt, right? You know what I'm saying? Yes. But in Ireland, does it feel like... Is it a different vibe? Yeah, yeah. familiarity like breeds contempt. Were you in like Dublin? They know you? That, were you? Yeah, I live in Dublin now. I mean, I've lived in other places before, but the, the longest amount of time I've lived in Dublin. But my, my spiritual home is Cork. And is it... So do people feel like they know yeah, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all that. They're, like, there's no six degrees of separation in Ireland. It's like 1.5. And everybody knows everybody. And you'll always have that, like, with Colin Farrell and Bono and all these guys. Like, people are like, oh, he's an asshole. You know, yeah, like the, the, the tall you know. poppy syndrome. Yeah, oh, oh the, the Ireland definitely has tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tall poppy? Oh, that means Cut that the if anyone poppies. gets famous or is successful... Uh, not anyone, but a lot of times when people are really successful, that scene is a negative as opposed to oh, a positive, right? Yes. Yeah, they cut you down. But I mean, listen, that's, that's, I didn't mean uh, that. that's out there everywhere, and it's fine. It's, yeah. not, it's certainly not a problem, and it's, it's, it's not... Uh, no, 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 I'm just trying to think of the difference between... But there's always like this thing in Ireland that's like, well, sure, we don't care. Like, if we saw Bono, we wouldn't care, but they do care, actually. Well, you know what's funny is that I would say in America, Boston has that exact same thing more than anywhere else. Well, Boston feels right? like No it. surprise that it's That's what I was Ireland. thinking. Yeah, all my friends from Boston are like, really? Really? You, oh, you got a promotion? Big deal. Really? And yeah. Americans, like, you've been here forever, yeah? Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> kind of just a little. I've never been. Have you? Uh, I was there with your brother, actually. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. We took the you had a good over. time? We had a great time. Some. Underage girls might have roofied us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but underage girls roofied you? No, well, we were in college. How convenient. Time, but we, we had a lot to drink and we ended up uh, just puking our guts out of hospital. Oh, we have a, our friend who's a lawyer. <laughs> yes. He's going to be on next week who is furious with everything we say on this podcast. Um, we're trying to tempt him with just, yeah. <laughs> he might be able to help the, in, in China and the people who are having this problem at comedy clubs, the 80%, 20%. Oh yeah, he maybe should be, Blue he should Shirt can a, volunteer. He should look over contracts in China. Yeah, but, sure. Well, you know. But yeah, I had a great time. As Turner will tell you, there's not a lot of respect for contracts in China anyway. <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. no. laughs> so you were there. You saw the softy business at it. I know peak, all about right? Mr. Softy before it, before it all came down. You probably. worked on the truck one day. 
I did. I made oh. a few. Yeah. I made a few cones. Put him to work. I like it. Yeah. Before we. Did yeah. you steal from him or? No, I, we, we just <laughs> wasted his time because we filmed a load of shit and then we never got to use it. Yeah, whatever. But that's. Uh, but yeah. Pat, my director, had oh, this yeah. like fantasy in his mind that like he was gonna film as if like we traveled around the the Jiangsu province in on a Mr. Truck. Softy truck. Yeah. Which was just like, come on, Pat. I think the original idea was like you were, we'd film it in a day, but it would look like you worked for us for like a week or something. Yeah, and that we right? toured in the Mr. Softy truck. Oh, toured doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I'm not a fan of the, yeah, so he wanted to make it like we were on a comedy tour, but we toured in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> but I am not a fan of. comedy shows. Well, any, it had, it had no idea. seats. I'm not a fan of anything that's inauthentic. You know? yeah. Right, right. It's not inauthentic. But you had a, uh, when you were in China, you had a, a, a name, a correct, a, like a Chinese oh, yeah. name. I was Bi Han Sheng. Bi Han Sheng. What does it mean? Lao Bi. Well, Bi is just like a last name. But it sounds uh, like. Oh, you want to get into that? <laughs> Do you have a Turner? Did you have a. a well, actually, it's the first joke I ever wrote. And the first person that ever heard it was Turner. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember me trying it out on you? Uh, I yeah. remember exactly where I was standing when I told you. Where was it? I was uh, just on the other side of like Redmond Dashery. I've just been. I was waiting for some guys. Yeah. So I was just on the other side of like. You know where uh, where Renmin Dashri is, and uh, Renmin University, and uh, so basically, I mean this is a, this is like a routine. Yeah, it's like hard <laughs> to do. The, the oh, quick, you don't have to do your bit. No, no, well, no. The quick version of it is: I didn't know that B fourth tone is my last name, but B first tone means cunt. Oh, uh, <laughs> you gotta get the is, tone right. That's the key is, to a yeah, name. Yeah, very important. Yeah. So. Uh, so I thought that would there would be some humor in that. So I tried it out on... Uh, and it worked. Oh, I, yeah. I made a lot of jokes about it. Well, it's a great I, opener, too, because it's like, hey... But it was literally me. true. I think I need a Chinese name in case we ever get... We, we've been banned from, I think, the Chinese Podcast Network. Is oh, that yeah. We, yeah, you we might, talked about that If you earlier. have any uh, help to get us back on, but... I don't even know what the Chinese right, podcast... No, we're talking about that in a minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, 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 uh, this, opera, we, this goes out to iTunes and Shimalaya, which is like a Chinese version of iTunes. Oh, is there? Yeah. I didn't even know that there was one. Yeah, yeah, been, yeah. We'll talk about... Actually, should we just get to the news now? Been, well, we've been censored by them, so I didn't know if you had any advice. And if, well, let's was get, it for language? If I took a Chinese name, Was it, it for language? Help. We don't know. Well, let's wait. We're let's doing wait. that in sorry, the news. I'm jumping. <laughs> I don't jumping know. the gun. <laughs> All right, sorry. Get to the news, then. All right, let's do it now. All right, everybody. This is the news... So this week, personal news. This is, yeah, this is our. We did four episodes so far. This is our fifth one. Our fourth, one, the first three went up on Shimalaya.com, completely fine. Our fourth one, we got banned or censored, and we don't know yeah. what. We it's, put it up. It came down the next night, uh, and then I had to put it back up. By the time I put it back up, no one ever saw it. Was it banned or again or? I, it's still on, but it had already oh, okay. like. I was going to title this broke. episode "Banned in China." Or well, something. I don't know if they didn't like Venmo guy that we had last week. I know that WeChat payments. There's some kind you made of, some uh, comment about taking over China with Venmo or Oh, yeah, help. he did. Maybe, Maybe you were a little... That's what happened. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that there was a Chinese... I mean, we've censored ourselves I mean, a little bit. We've, in reality, you know, it could just be that, like, the link broke. We've pulled yeah. a few punches, but if, you know... So you, you just put it up and the RSS feed goes to that, too? Uh, yeah, and it worked in, like... No, I, I put it up on that one. Yeah, so I have to... I have to manually... Oh, that's like a separate upload? It's a separate upload. we can do... And it can, was up for, like, four or five hours and then mysteriously disappeared... And then wouldn't play. And Look, so I had to totally we've, we, redo First it. off, we can ends it. We can get ends to China. Oh, yeah. Shout out to ends. And then uh, second of all, we can get some cassette tapes we can make. And we can get a little radio, <laughs> radio-free China action. We'll go old school. We will fly him over to China and drop him down. Yeah. yeah People, I the, mean, the fans I, need to hear our, us, our voices. I'm very impressed that you're on the... I didn't even know that there was a Chinese podcast thing. Andy Curtin does it with the with the a lot stuck in the middle podcast. Oh. He, he suggested it, so we got it. But I think also think getting banned is like a step towards fame. State, yeah, you right. got status. Like you're not good. Like what was it? I did Vine was like just shut down, right? Vine, you know that Vine. Well, they're America. finishing. Yeah, they're done. In America, they're done. I don't think they were ever banned. I was like, that's your problem. Like you're not that big. If China's yeah. Vine didn't get banned, of course they did. Well, it's, oh, Twitter owned it. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's no Chinese basketball stars. I was just excited. I was like, we got banned and they didn't, but maybe that shoots my story down. Yeah, we'll, yes. cut, that. we'll cut that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next story. 
Um, which one should we get? Let's do the. Uh, well, this. Well, is no, big. this is big because it's related to us. That's the yeah. So last week on the podcast, go back and listen to it. We talked about Halloween, um, Kaplan, the three things to if you're if you're with your kids. I gave some tips for child molesters for lo- or, or pedophiles. <laughs> he was trying to give tips for <laughs> tips for how to spot child molesters, but ultimately he right. was just giving tips to child molesters. Well, it's for both because if you're like, but you mostly if you see basically if yeah if you have bubbles, what do kids like? Kids love bubbles uh, in a playground. He has two kids. I have two kids. Oh, okay. I, so if you're a mom, if you have bubbles or a dad, <laughs> if you have candy, is what Turner was talking about, sitting around with the candy. Oh, yeah. That's Halloween. like old school. And then the uh, water balloons, that's the <laughs> other thing. Anybody who's just like way too friendly with the water balloons, a little loose with them. So anyway, suspect. we talked about this a week ago on our podcast, and then two days later, a state assemblyman from New York launches an app that allows New Yorkers to report suspicious activity in city parks. Ron Kim of Queens. Ron Kim of Democrat. Queens. The article says, Perv in the Park? Question oh. mark. There's an app for that. Wow. So they're listening. There's an app. Yes. He's a father of two <laughs> young girls, and he's worked with a software developer. We, we applaud you. And we what they, can, can they sponsor from? us? Can they be a secondary? Because we're, we're I think we can get a sponsor. File. He's a Democrat from Queens. So it's your neighborhood. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Queens is big, but it sounds like he might be local to me. I'm assuming he's Korean. He's he Flushing is. Park. Well, Last name's a Kim. A 12-year-old was abused and robbed in Flushing Park, and that was... See, I don't want to... We should cut that out, because that's claiming they were the impetus. We know we were. But, oh, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it's us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Kim, a uh, Democrat from Queens. You can vote for him on, on when this comes today. This comes well, We out. don't know if he's up for re-election, but yeah, yes, we don't know if he is. <laughs> <laughs> we check. Do you vote here in America? Yeah, I have a vote. Do you Where, vote both? Are you which dual? state? New York, I guess. New right? York. Yeah. And can you vote in Ireland? Uh, yeah. Wow. Voter fraud. Yeah. <laughs> dual citizenship, baby. Yeah. Back to the news. As of Wednesday, 400 people have signed up for this app. What's the name of the app? Let's give it out a plug. It's called Parent Patrol App. All right. Let's All get it. Out there. Get Go that. Get Ints. Get it. Get Ints is our sponsor. It's a new app. You, you got a sponsor already? Yeah. How did this crappy little podcast get a sponsor? <laughs> we sat next to a guy at an Eagles game, yeah. and he, he started Venmo, and then we had him on the podcast oh, last week. Catch up. Listen to episode three. Yeah, four? Episode oh, four. God. I got I to gotta get a sponsor for my podcast. This is his new app. If you come with us I to watch the Eagles on Sunday, Sunday you Chinese probably get him Mr. Softy. Yeah, well, that's not me anymore. <laughs> so, like, talk like, to the government for that Are you a football fan? One. American footballer? I mean, you know, I... I no, we're not letting Des take our sponsor. Oh, right, right, this guy, I don't know. I'm not taking... I'm not taking... All right, next story. Um, Harvard University canceled. Did you hear this? They canceled their men's soccer season after finding uh, sexually explicit reports. Um, basically, this is what happened. The men's soccer team was raiding the women's soccer team. Right. Like, oh, she's a nine, she's an eight, she's a oh, six. The American one? Yeah, Harvard University. Oh, That's right. Yeah. What kind and of so, man would do that? I'm, yeah, and what so kind the, of monster would raid a woman? <laughs> On her looks. Locker room talk. <laughs> it's locker room talk. That's not even locker that room actually, talk. That's like, that's like uh, in the tunnel talk. That's well, not even tr- the, <laughs> That's sideline talk. I mean, come on. What Trump was saying was locker room talk. I've never heard anyone say in my well, life. So, that what was Trump was saying was sexual talk. assault. But this actually is legitimate locker room. Or like, yeah, I mean, it's just guys being... I look, people hey, get, she's an eight. I have no problem with people having a problem with that behavior, but I also I think it's low-level sexism. Like uh, in that, well, I think do women. I mean, you know, I think soccer, women probably do the that women's too. Women's soccer right? team. Like, yeah, first exactly. Of all, oh, that like, guy's soccer a seven. guys are always the biggest douches, but girls always like them. So I'm sure the women are ranking <laughs> those guys. And uh, you know, I mean, if they're That's not, true. I mean, soccer guys. If they're not, so I mean, they're soccer the team shit. Uh, that was the problem. They found that was the a, problem. <laughs> they found a, a Google document. The school found a Google document that all the players would like. They would put ratings into it, like, oh, she's a six. Yeah, I guess I guess uh, the problem is that they, they made a rank- document. Yeah, well, that they that they didn't, that they didn't <laughs> they put it on had an a old private email pad. server to do this. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I I just I guess it gets weird when it's like we're all you know diving in with the. It rating. seems like unnecessary to put demeaning. it in writing. Like I don't know it's why. The meaning. It's demeaning. It's I mean they, I you you canceled the whole season. It reminds me of do you know when um. BYU, like they, they were going this run as a basketball team. <laughs> yes. They were just killing and it. Brigham Young, Jimmer, yeah, Brigham Young University, and then Jimmer, like he was the best player. The second best player had sex with his girlfriend, his live-in girlfriend. But they're not allowed to have sex. That's and different. he got kicked off the team. But that was Mormons? different because they have yeah. a rule at school you're not allowed to like premarital sex. Well, they probably have a rule. Well, I guess now they have a rule that you can't rate people. 
I uh, think they're going to um, eventually anyway, disband men. Well, the college. best part is they're straight men. I don't know. <laughs> like what? I mean, here's the thing. Daz has like an image to protect. We, I need controversy for my career to go up. Well, so. you know, I mean, I think there's a, there's a discussion to be had. But I do think sometimes that if you get overly caught up in the language, like if you get overly caught in certain types of language, I do think a, a bit of the argument gets lost. I think you need to pick your battles. Right. I, I mean, think it's so. also college. I like, you know, are they going to just ban? Like the movie Animal House used to be like the ultimate uh-huh. college movie. And I yeah, feel I like guess that the, the co- same way we look about like blackface is like, oh my god, I can't believe people do that. That's the way people start looking at Animal House because. That's like the way they carry it. If this is not how you're allowed to act in college, I mean, this is just well, a ranking next, system. This is like I think the next line of this kind of like oh, so did I not read the whole article? Proves the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. going back to your slippery slope theory. No, no, no. Hey, that was last week. I'm done saying that. No, but I'm doing it now. I'm on slippery slope. Oh, so what's next? Because <laughs> what's next? Blah, blah, blah. Well, no, yeah, exactly. He's big on slippery slope. But here's the thing: the the guy who banned it or. Faust, whoever he is. He's some, something to do with the university. He said he's also now looking and there's been preliminary discussions about whether or not this type of behavior takes place on other sports teams at the university who they will also have to ban. Right. So if anyone's rating anyone at any, univer- any team, yeah, I no mean, it just Harvard's, gut the whole program. It's not the, you know, the Alabama football team, I think, is allowed to have a scoreboard because the Harvard, they're looking to cut these programs. They cost money. Oh, I get it. It's a conversation. I think you say, hey, guys, you know, I I know it feels harmless, but actually it's demeaning to women and there's more to these women. But, like, why can't it just be a conversation? I don't get why it's such a... They can't play a game. ban the season. Just ban the game. I don't know. Soccer's never going to catch on if the soccer players aren't allowed. I think they should just start doing that at comedy clubs. Wow, wow, wow. You didn't... Okay, ban. Show's over. Everyone get out. Yeah. You when, know, when the meeting gets up, you should have as many minutes as the consensus rating is from the crowd. Exactly. All right, last story, and then we'll get out of here because we're running out of time. Des, thanks for hanging out the whole time. This oh, thanks for having me. I mean, this yeah. couch is very comfortable, so I'm actually like, you know, here at our studio. I, I, yeah, I feel like hanging out for like an hour. Yeah, I know. You uh, can take a nap at any time. I, I honestly, if there's you almost if did. there's a thump. It's the mic hitting my chest <laughs> as I as my hand gives up holding it. By the way, anything you want to promote on this uh, podcast that goes around the world? Uh, anything coming up? <laughs> around the I world. have a podcast, Des Bishop Podcast. Yeah, I spent a lot of time naming it. Yeah, it's a good and, name. Uh, strong name, strong name, and nothing else really. Oh, my my Snapchat is Des Buffer. All right, and are you it's doing always, Irish? Uh, it's not only uh, Irish comedians; it's comedian. You mostly comedians. You interview, right? If I put my leg up on this, is it bad? No, go ahead. Uh, uh, I, no, it's not just Irish comedians. I, I talk a lot to people here in New York. Yeah. My last one was Mo Aymir. Oh, yeah. Uh, very interesting. Nice. Palestinian comedian. All right, last story. Um, Anthony Weiner, we all know. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Right? If people don't know, we have Chinese listeners who the don't most know. Who, de- the most is. destructive penis in the world. Exactly. So he keeps taking pictures of his penis and then text, sexting it, texting it to people, which is called right. sexting. And then uh, he's gotten... He's, now he's like the hill. The, the way you describe sexting look. there is like like you're describing this new behavior. <laughs> it's a really big story to have a Jewish man proud enough of his penis that he wants hey. to take pictures of it and send it around. Because I can tell you, I don't know many who would. Yeah, we really feel this, fuck this confident. Up. He does it a lot, and now right. like the whole Hillary, he's like after with the Hillary campaign on the whole thing. Oh, he's for, yeah, it's disastrous. So anyway, he's checked himself into cyber sex addiction rehab. Yes. It's a great place to meet girls. Which just seems like a room that doesn't have the internet. <laughs> That's and what it is. It's like no going in, on a retreat. No internet, no devices. That's basically it. I wonder how much like, you have to pay. Wait, to he's going to end up actually like, cheating. Or he, I think Kuma left him, but he's going to end up actually having normal sex. Because if you don't have to text and everything, you have to like, talk to people. <laughs> well, it's a, big, it's a big rise, sex addiction. I guess yeah. it is. But this, this is isn't big, even no, sex, this addiction. Is sex addiction. This is sexting addiction. This is cyber sex addiction. Yeah, but it's all part of it. Yeah. I watched, I don't know, I recommend, movie recommendation here, but the, actually watched it before this broke, the Wiener documentary that's running on Showtime. And oh, yeah. It's really, really good because they had cameras there. Like the day the news broke of the latest scandal, like they were just. Oh, yeah, because it was going to be his mayoral. They were doing a yes. yeah, campaign about him. Running. He was leading the polls at the time. It was like his comeback. It was I his heard, big comeback, and it was just amazing. Like, oh, I got to watch it because yeah, I heard really it was good. good. It's really good. And now it takes on new meaning. Now they have to like they she's, added like an she's epilogue. She's very smart, very elegant. It's a pity she has to be dragged through the mud like it's this. It's insane, right? They don't seem to match. But anyway, this should I be was season sa- two. I sat next to her at, a, at, a, at an event once, and I had to pretend like I thought the move was to like 
pretend I don't just to talk to her. Pretend I don't know because you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, because she was with Hillary at some event. I just pretended I didn't know like why she was famous and. Oh, how'd that I, go? For being well, the it's better than like did being you like I know you and. <laughs> did you sex her or anything? Uh, I did not. <laughs> well, if I did, it would be uh, the uh, FBI would know about that. So no, I did not. Or do, do, the, do the old give me your phone, Uma, and then. If you meet anybody involved uh, with the Clinton, this is my advice to people out there: just do not exchange any sort of uh, <laughs> communications with them of any body part. No, I yes. know it's so disastrous. Just use imagine like, all um, your emails coming out. Say cacao, cacao, and just can you imagine if all yeah anyone's emails right? Oh my god! I heard a, a female comedian. I've been like. Uh, out of the dating game for a really long time. But I heard a female comedian on stage the other day say that like 70% of the new guys she meets within the first like couple days text her a picture of their penis. That's like the hello now. Really? Yeah. Thank God. What well, I'm just glad in. Snapchat wasn't around when I was younger. Oh, yeah? Man, what do you do on there? Be everywhere. Oh, because it deletes it right away, right? My dick would... I, I would have been screenshotted everywhere. <laughs> we didn't have screenshots when I was a teenager, you know? Yeah. Well, we did, but it, w- it was a different meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely <laughs> would not. I don't know what... I mean, I would have sent pictures of the, my ears or something, because I have unique ears. I don't know what I would have been sending pictures of. That would be your of. move? Yeah. yeah. When I was 16, I, a screenshot was standing too close to the TV when Baywatch was on. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Boom. Good show. Be here all out. week. Shout out to David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Boom. It was a long setup on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, All right. Is that it? I, I, that's, is I, that it from you guys? I think that's it. Des, we're coming to your show later. If oh, you're God. Awake. If I'm awake. You have a show. We're just showing up. There's not tickets available, but we're just going to crash. And you're, wait, you're headed back to Ireland when? Sunday? Before this comes out. I'm heading on Sunday evening. So when this comes out, you'll be in Ireland. Basically, you're getting out before the fall of Rome. Yeah, yeah. before exactly. The city will be burning when this comes out. Yeah. We've got to release this early. I'll be sitting there from the hills of Rome looking down. Oh, my gosh. I might be joining you in Ireland soon. I know. Listen, let's just hope for... Do they accept Dear immigrants? Dear Trump, I don't condone... Are they accepting this. of immigrants? Uh, I don't condone this speech. Like most places in the Western world, your, your whiteness will be to your hey, advantage. Hey, all right. What about Jews? Unfortunate. Yeah, what about Jews? It's not enough for it to be an issue. <laughs> All right, <laughs> nice. you're in. I mean, I like that. Yeah. We've come two, a long way. Two Jewish mayors of Dublin in the past. It's true. Oh, and nice. uh, two great Irish film directors are actually Jewish. Surprise, surprise. Um, the first one is Saul. Oh God, I forgot his last name. But the other one is hugely successful. And uh, he has directed many great films, including Room, which was nominated for an Oscar. Oh. Lenny Abramson. So wow, you know a lot. Shout out to Jewish Irish directors. <laughs> well, I know I know <laughs> all it. the five Irish Jews. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Israeli. That's a good place to get out of here. Des Bishop, thanks for hanging out. Thank you for having me. Thank you. My name's Turner Sparks. Uh, my name is uh, what's my name? Sir Michael Kaplan. Sir Michael Ira I Kaplan. Next week, I blue shirt, the Esquire, our lawyer's we'll gonna be, be on. He's gonna be here to bail us out. To uh, uh, or just yell at us late. for an hour. That's oh, it. We're out of here. Everybody, get lost. Have a good day. Hi up for Susanna We're leaving today We'll cross the white prairie Through the mountains we'll go And we're bound for the land of the Sacramento There's a new land of treasures
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.